You're listening to the High on Wrestling Podcast with Mike, Spencer, and Ace. Spencer, once again, with a little uh, little rip to, to kick off the podcast. Welcome to High on Wrestling. I'm your host, Ace Bonaloo, joined with Spencer and Mike. And we've seen a two-night WrestleMania with no fans. We have. Woo! Damn. It was weird. It was an odd one, that's for sure. I got to say, though, it was a really solid weekend of wrestling. Really nice card. Hey. Great matches all around. couple, no stinkers, really. A couple interesting decisions and a lot to talk about. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I really enjoyed it. Uh, let's just go through the card and kind of sum up the matches. And uh, then we'll go through Raw and give our clapper, crapper, and slapper. Knee slapper. Knee slapper. <laughs> <laughs> Um, sure but gentlemen, the the first match on night one of WrestleMania 36 was Cesaro defeating Drew Gulak in a singles match that lasted less than five minutes. Pre-show match, pretty typical. Uh, and then the next match to open up the first night of WrestleMania was Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross finally taking the tag titles uh, from the Kabuki Warriors. It was 15 minutes. What would you guys think? Um. Yeah, I mean, I think the title change needed to happen. Asuka's probably going to go back to being a singles wrestler now. Bliss and Cross, first two-time women's tag team champions. Yeah, I enjoyed cool. it. It was a decent match, as decent as you can be uh, for the women's tag team championship. They haven't put much love into it, but I'm excited to see what happens. Spencer? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure... Oscar already had a singles match on Raw tonight, so I'm, I think uh, Mike is correct on that one. Um, so yeah, I think I think it's probably for the best. We'll see what go, what goes what happens from here. Maybe maybe this brings in the iconic somehow. Who knows? They haven't been around for a while. Um, Elias defeated King Corbin next in a singles match. No Gronk tomfoolery, which was shocking. Um, I don't know why Elias won. That was weird. Elias never really seemed to care about wins, but now he does. I would not be upset if they gave Elias a singles push. This was probably one of the best wrestling matches he's had since he's been on the main roster. So if they want to keep it up, great, because I like Elias. I think he's perfectly fine. I have nothing against Corbin either. He's a good heel. Uh, But there was no story for this match, and I was happy when it ended. Well, it wasn't yeah. that there was no story, but it had two weeks of build. Sorry, that's what I meant. Poor build to this match. Yeah, yeah, it was fine. I mean, uh, I like Elias. Um, I, I ever since uh, I think it was the uh, twenty nineteen Rumble when he came out first and uh, and just kind of had a song and and beat up Jeff Jarrett. I was like, oh, I like this guy. This guy's kind of cool, and he always kind of made me laugh. So I, I'm I could uh, I could get down for more Elias action. Yeah, I think I'm just bitter on it because I picked King Corbin to win in our prediction episode. So, yeah, he really, he really <laughs> screwed you hard there. That was, that was good. Yeah, and uh, then we moved on to um, Becky Lynch defeating Shayna Baszler, and none of us had that. No. We didn't think that was going to happen. No, none of us had it. And, um, you know, I had a little, bit of, uh, a little bit of an inkling that this might happen, but I didn't want it to happen. Becky Lynch, her title reign needs to end. She has looked unstoppable to the point of it not being interesting anymore. It's John Cena levels of uh, sort of 
not putting over your opponents. And this was the perfect chance to have Shayna become, you know, uh, a top star. I would say the only reason maybe they didn't put on her, she's pretty old already. And I could see Vince not liking her very much. How'd she win again? Was it a roll-up? It was weird. Yeah, she had, uh, she had Baszler and Lynch. Excuse me, Baszler had Lynch in a headlock. And then they went to the ground. And then Lynch pulled out this, like, three count with uh, when Shayna had the headlock in uh, and got the W. So it wasn't even a clean win for Becky. At just like last year's WrestleMania over Ronda wasn't clean at all. So I don't know. I, I'm done with Becky, personally. Like, her title reign needs to end. It, she's, just, she's just getting kind of stale for me. Yeah, I don't like her finisher very much. I think she needs a new one of those. It doesn't look good like the figure eight does. You know? Agreed. I definitely... Anyway, uh, Spencer, anything to add? Or do you want to move to your favorite character in all of WWE just, next? It's up to you. Just move along. Move along. All good. Okay, well, your favorite character, Sami Zayn, defeats Daniel Bryan for the IC belt. Less than 10 minutes. Thoughts on the match, Spence? It was less than 10 minutes? Yeah. Oh. Okay, honestly, I didn't really watch this match. I don't really remember a lot. <laughs> I, remember, I remember Sami Zayn being a dumbass, running away. He's doing the perfect heel nonsense garbage, but or, uh, manager nonsense garbage. Sorry. Um, but it's stupid, and the fact he won, I mean, I get it. I, I assume it's just going to keep going with him leading this artist collective, and I'm just going to have to get used to it. So whatever, it is what it is. Yeah, I was kind of bummed that uh, Daniel Bryan didn't win. I wanted to see him and Drew Gulak fight over that IC belt in like a Rocky kind of Apollo Crews sense, you know what I mean? I do, I agree. I would I'm like with to you, have seen man. that too. I think that would have been fun also. But like I said on the podcast, this group, the Artist Collective, they've kind of just got it, gotten started. It wouldn't make sense to drop the belt this early. The IC belt's been flip-flopping around all over SmackDown for the past number of months. So good to get it. Keep it on Sammy. And Statistically just... untrue, but I know what you mean. St- what do you mean that... statistically untrue? Uh, so you said the last couple months. It's literally been... Two changes. That's that's nothing. There hasn't there hasn't been any defenses. I mean, Shinsuke had it for five six months, defended it three times. Yeah, or Shinsuke whatever, had it for a long time, and then it just went Braun Sammy. Yeah, historically, was, was, the I didn't defend belt. it is the other thing. He didn't even fight for over it. Like at any pay per views, he had like two or three defenses basically. Yeah, most Shinsuke's run with it was down. weak. It was like it was the weakest run I've ever seen. So maybe that's why they got out of Sammy, and now they have to be dominant with it, but it's going to be dominant in an annoying-ass way. I thought that Shinsuke having the belt was fine just because it's Shinsuke, and he looks a little checked down at times, but just with the belt in general, since it's come to SmackDown, it's been... Well, not even just that. Whatever mid-card belt is on SmackDown tends to get lowered down on the card pretty quickly. We saw it with the U.S. title when it went around to Corbin and Bobby Roode and to, I'm forgetting other people that had the belt during that exact same few, gender, and now the IC belt. Shinsuke's reign has been kind of bland. Then they move it on to Braun. Braun loses it immediately to Sammy. So this run needs to be longer, I think. Just build up the collective. That's just my thought. And then we move on to uh, John Ma- Morrison, Johnny Moe, defeating Jimmy Uso and Kofi Kingston in a triple threat ladder match for the tag team titles, baby, in a non-tag team championship match. 
Oh, ha, ha, ha. That was weird. Tough guys and turtlenecks all day long, baby. It's, uh, it was meant to be. It was a, honestly, like, that was a great match. 18 and a half minutes this went. It was the second longest match on night one. And these guys just beat the piss out of each other. Uh, a lot of high-flying moves. Kofi Kingston took a whole bunch of bumps in this match. He was the star of the show. John Smorrison pulling out the sunset flip. A couple other cool things bounced on the top rope. Jimmy Uso being an Uso, baby. Super kick city. So, yeah. Great match, honestly. It was good. I heard they used crash mats because it was pre-taped. And I was like, dope. You know, whatever helps him from not getting hurt. So, uh, I didn't. Could you guys tell in that match? I couldn't tell. No. No. Crash mat? Yeah, I had no idea. Um, then we move on to Kevin Owens beating Seth Rollins. The Monday Night Messiah in a no-DQ match. Uh, it was a good match. The highlight moment was Kevin Owens jumping off the WrestleMania sign, which wasn't really that high up, but it was pretty high up, and uh, breaking the table with Seth on it. And then boom, boom, boom. You know? It was a good match. I liked it. What do you guys think? I've gone first a lot. I'll let Spencer take this one. <laughs> um, oh, it was, it was good. I mean, uh, I don't know. I, had, I didn't really have too many thoughts. It was probably the uh, obvious prediction of the months of story. That was probably the one with the biggest biggest build that uh going in so i thought it had probably the most uh um satisfying payoff for uh for a victory for kevin owens so um after seeing seth rollins tonight on raw i don't know what he's going to do next but uh we i guess we'll see or won't see i don't know we'll figure yeah. it out okay uh oh i was just gonna say that uh spencer only cares about the next match anyways mike <laughs> what did you want to add to kevin versus seth yeah, I mean, I know all of us like Seth Rollins, but I don't know. This Monday Night Messiah thing, it hasn't been his best gimmick. There's no doubt about that. And the thing I find, or have been finding at least with Seth Rollins lately, is I like his, like, it's either I like his storylines and then the matches aren't very good, or the matches are good, but the storyline makes no sense. In this particular case, the match was fine, but like you said, like, when there's a move like the one KO did, you don't remember anything else about the match except for that move. It's the same thing that happened when he faced Shane in that Hell in a Cell match. It was all leading up to that massive hell, like, sp uh, spot off the top of the cell by uh, KO, excuse me, by Shane. So that was the case for me in this one, but it was a fine match. And now we get to Braun Strowman versus Goldberg in the most highly anticipated match on the card for our boy Spencer. Spencer, give us your thoughts on the man, Braun Strowman. Oh, I just used Becky Lynch's line. Braun, the monster among men, Strowman, winning the Universal title. <laughs> uh, man, I was pretty hyped for it. I mean, I was not expecting it. Um, but boy, was I excited. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. There was, I was not, I was just shocked. Pure shock. Can't believe they did it to him. I, I don't really have anything else to add to it. Like, it was just such a... I, I as as Ace can attest, I was I was sitting there just uh, just like he he hit the spears like okay he hit three spears oh all right well this is gonna be the end of it wrote the end of it yeah he kept joking like when he reversed out of the first power slam I think Spencer was like yeah there they, there it is they gave me the hope and now they're taking it away and then when he hit the power what was it like the second or third power slam I was like Spence is losing it. You were losing your mind. You were losing your mind. Was, you couldn't believe it. It was the third. It was the third power slam because it was the running one where he did the three sixty, and that's the one that like is his like power slam. So I was like, mm -hmm. oh, that's the big one, and he did it, and they and he pinned him. 
and we don't have to see Goldberg anymore. That was definitely the biggest takeaway. From yeah, this I'll give this one an up just to not have to see Goldberg anymore. Like I put Goldberg picked to win, but I didn't care because I was like, well, at least he gets off my TV, so that's great. His thing now with the Fiend made no sense. It accomplished nothing. So. It accomplishes nothing, but I think all of this came about because of the the mess with the the pandemic going on. So, yeah, I'll take it. <clears throat> Liked it. We'll take it. I'm excited to see what Braun does with the title. Me too. I'm super pumped to see what he Sorry. does with the title. I wish he didn't act like a dick on social media and talk, you know, talk about independent wrestlers and trying to survive with the pandemic, but that's a different conversation for a different day. So two minutes this match went spear, 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 power slam, power slam, power slam, power slam, pin. Yeah, um, the final match was, uh, yeah, Goldberg can't do a match other than that. That's not even on Braun. No one, Goldberg doesn't know how to do anything else. Um, <laughs> uh, the Undertaker defeated AJ Styles in a Boneyard match, which was everyone's favorite match. It was. It was. Oh, it was brilliant. Brilliant. Just another word for a Buried People Alive match. But they didn't want to say Buried Alive because of COVID, so they didn't. But I thought it was good, and it makes it's going to increase Undertaker's career because he doesn't have to take all these live bumps. He can have you know, these pre-recorded sort of clips and, and uh, sticks for him. And I dug it. Love the American Badass. A lot of people don't like the American Badass or didn't like him compared to the regular version, but I did, and I still do. Solid match. Best match of my night yeah. one. I just wanted to keep rolling, rolling, rolling theme song. Yeah, same. <laughs> Bring Limp Biscuit back. I thought all four men involved in that match were great. Give a shout-out to my boys, Gallo and Anderson. Gallo and Anderson, they were great. Oh, for sure. That was... That was uh, entertaining as hell the whole the whole way through. We had no idea what was happening, but couldn't take my eyes off the screen. No, this is what you asked for, right? This is what you wanted. So much. That fun. was night one of WrestleMania, and takes us to night two. The opening match, uh, Spencer's gal, Liv Morgan, defeated Natalia in a singles match. And then we get to Charlotte Flair defeating Rhea Ripley by submission for the NXT Women's Championship. Just to try to boost those ratings on the Wednesday Night Wars, baby. What a match. Yeah. This was my match of night two. And actually, this was my match of the weekend, personally speaking. Loved it. There was a great story being told in this one. Charlotte packing uh, the leg Rhea Ripley. She eventually finished her off with with the figure eight. Rhea using her power game to sort of counter Charlotte. Tremendous job by both women in terms of just sort of building to the end, too. It was well-paced and a lot of fun to watch overall. Excited to see what Charlotte does in NXT now with a stacked women's roster. I think NXT has the, I would say, the best roster in terms of female athletes of any uh, wrestling company. The only company I'd say rival the, that rivals them right now is Impact Wrestling. Those two definitely have the top two women's uh, rosters. But shocking decision. We all thought Rio was going to win, but not mad without a person. I'm not mad either. I'm excited to see what happens. Spencer? No. I was hopeful for a uh, Rhea Ripley uh, victory on that one. I, I, I've never been a huge fan of Charlotte. Don't know what it is or why. Maybe it's just me being, I don't know, out of the, out there. But uh, never been a huge yeah, Charlotte like fan. The- so. I don't know. I just, I just think I don't. I've said this to you before, but 
um, the length of her arms puts me off. And so I just don't know if it's because of that. It's just bloomed in like a general, just like, I don't really like anything she does or, or whatever. Um, so I was cheering for Rhea big time. And the only other thing I'll add about that match is um, someone we were ta- someone that we were talking to while we were watching commented that she, I think it was you, Mike, said she looked kind of like Vegeta. Um, and... Uh, Someone oh, Rhea else. Ripley's outfit, yeah, that was dope. Rhea Ripley's outfit, yeah. yeah she, it looked like Vegeta, and uh, someone made the uh, uh, comparison on Twitter with pictures side by side, and oh, Rhea Ripley me, yeah. liked it. No, like uh, someone else, not Oh, um, <laughs> it's like, she liked our tweet, what? <laughs> no, she, but she liked the tweet of that, and so I was like, oh, maybe she was going for that, I don't know. But it kind of made me think that maybe she was, because it was, it, it was funny. Anyway, that was my only add-on. Yeah, that was a great so, Um Alistair Black defeated Bobby Lashley next. Uh, I got nothing. I got nothing for it. We've talked about it a million times. How they book Alistair Black bad. We could go on about it, but we all already know. You know, it's true. It's true. Yep. We do. Oh, let's move on to the most hyped up match that you two were absolutely rock hard over: Otis defeating Dolph Ziggler, <laughs> getting the gal, getting the kiss at Mania. Don't lie to me, Ace. You loved it too, and you were rooting for Otis the whole time. Don't just lump us. Yeah, because I picked him to win, baby. That was a lie. (laughs) But you wanted him. You wanted him. You wanted him to get that that redemption. Good for Otis. I'm just a bit tired of Dolph Ziggler. Uh, I don't think this whole thing was designed to get Dolph Ziggler more over. At at this point in his career, Dolph is just trying to, like, he's just in a position to put over other wrestlers. I liked it. Just, I mean, this is the first singles match Dolph Ziggler has ever had at WrestleMania his whole career. So, I mean, unintentionally, I think, but hey, shout out. And Otis, I, I love the guy. He's got a lot of charisma. He's not the greatest wrestler. This match was, like, fine. It wasn't anything spectacular, but we we're all waiting for the payoff, which was the Mandy kiss, and that happened. Boom, shakalaka. And the Mandy low blow. Don't forget the Mandy low oh, blow. Oh, yes. Was wonderful. <laughs> that was nice. It's what everyone wants to do to Dolph Ziggler all the time. So it felt really just great that she did it to him for us. Excellent payoff to one of the longest belt feuds on the Mania card. Mm-hmm. Probably true, the longest. Um, then Edge defeated Randy Orton in a last minute standing match that lasted 36 minutes. I also thought it was very long, but like I didn't complain like some people because I was just happy to be given some entertainment on Mania weekend. Yeah, I have no problem with them doing the match. I, I thought it was a little long too. I, I'm not going to complain about any of this at all again for the same reason you just did, Ace, that it's you know, it's just nice to have something to watch. But at the same time, I was incredibly crunned by the time we hit this match. And it didn't seem that long when we were, I was watching it live. And then I watched, I watched it, uh, like, sorry, not watched, but read some comments online. And they were like, holy, second longest mini match ever, 36 minutes. It felt like it at times. <laughs> Agreed. Oh, it was yeah. just very long. Spencer, what did long. you think about Edge? I liked Edge. He had some great spots going in um, in that match. Uh and yeah, I mean, the whole time you're like, there's no way this man can lose. He's fighting a guy that that literally assaulted his wife. Like, if he loses, that's just not just bad. So, no no thought that Randy was winning, but uh, I liked the way it started. I liked the way it ended, and I liked many of the things in the middle. So the length was was a bit there, but uh, 
it made up for it by with the Spider-Man elbow drop that El- Edge did from the ceiling thing onto Randy. That was cool as hell. That was nice. I love it how they just have a random oh, yeah. fence like <laughs> fence design yeah, thing, decor, man. A chain like on their seen, ceiling in the middle of office a decor in a boardroom <laughs> called office decor. That just in that one spot in the boardroom, nowhere else. <laughs> just, exactly. Just where the table is. It's definitely not a prop for a high spot. No way. No man, definitely you're not. not a, you're not an office designer. You don't know. <laughs> I guess. Um, so learn from Randy Orton and AJ Styles, and don't talk mean about another man's wife. Um, number and six. Samoa Joe. The next one on the card. Samoa Joe, Mister Paper. No. Number six on the card was the Street Profits defeating my guy Angel Garza and uh, this was Austin Theory. I don't know if I'll tell you say his name correctly. Was Zelina Vega? Um, I picked those guys to win. I should have known better. Austin Theory. I don't think has ever won a wrestling match in his entire life. I've, I'm convinced of this now. I also convinced because <laughs> he's also 22, so he's probably never won one ever. I now know better. I will never pick Austin Theory to win again. The guy has never won a wrestling match. I could not, a gun to the head, I couldn't tell you he has or not confidently because I've never seen him win. Ace, all I'm going to say is do some YouTubing and check out his Evolve matches. Maybe it'll change. I'm not watching anything about that guy. That guy is about (laughs) as exciting as the chicken I had for dinner. (laughs) He looks like a... Uh, I will Google any... I'll YouTube any Angel Garza match you want, though. <laughs> he looks Austin Three looks like a mini Baron Corbin if you look at his face. I feel like they should be in a tag yeah, team. Just like I don't know, kind of. They'd just be like long lost brothers. Yep. <laughs> anyway, it was the Street Profits then... getting the win here. It was a six minute match. There was nothing to talk about. This isn't those Garza and Theory are not a tag team. They're put together for this. So, no other comment. What about the ending? You didn't have Bailey defeats Lacey Evans. Oh, right. Bianca Fatal five-way elimination match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Whoopsie daisy. Completely forgot that everybody's girl, Bianca Belair, married to Street Profits member Montez Ford, debuted after the match, beat the piss out of Zelina Vega, and uh, yeah, now she's on the main roster, and I'm pumped. All kinds of uh, marketability there. She broke, she broke a bunch of uh, the Performance Center records for strength, and she's good on the microphone. So that's going to be a 10 out of 10 from Mike over here. I don't know why I just talked right. to myself in the first person, or the third person. The first, the third. 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 All right, Ace. Continue on. <laughs> we apologize. I just knew he's going to kick himself if he didn't mention that later. Thanks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bailey defeats Lacey Evans, Naomi, Sasha Banks, and Tamina in a fatal five-way elimination match. Bailey and Sasha never really face off. Uh, there was a woman's right by Lacey Evans that kind of separates that, and then Sasha helps Bailey get the win. What did you guys think? Um, this feud has gone on personally for me for far too long. Sorry, not feud. This title reign of Bailey's has gone on for far too long for me i felt that this was going to be the payoff the conclusion was sasha was going to turn on bailey and get the dub i thought the match was really good actually i thought that all five women worked really hard and 19 minutes long bailey eventually beating lacey evans as the final two but yeah just would have liked to see sasha win i would assume that this is going to carry on till SummerSlam of bailey and sasha until they finally pay it off 
I would assume. Um, yeah, I, I, I really could I, care less about that match. That's fair. I would <laughs> say uh, um, that I uh, originally am on record. I didn't really care about this match or give a crap about any of this going in. Um, but this match ended up being one of the most entertaining because of the betting um, and the championship on the line for us personally. And uh, this match was the clincher for me. So uh, I got to give it a shout out to Bailey for actually pulling that off and sealing that for me. I also picked Bailey to win, but whatever. Um, yes, yeah, so yeah, Daniel Garza and Austin favorite. Theory to win now. That was my issue. Um, let me move on to the Firefly Funhouse match. And the Fiend Bray Wyatt apparently defeats John Cena. Am I the only person who had issues sometimes with this match hearing what they were saying because there was so much audio? Yeah, I also had some troubles. And I, I kind of popped into this a little bit late because I had gone out for another joint. And when I came back up, they were already in the funhouse, so I didn't get the context. All I got was the start of Cena doing those, like, muscle, like, doing, like, the bicep curls. Like, and, like, yeah, I couldn't I, hear him doing that. I didn't I was, know what he was saying that whole second I was, there like really crumbed at that point so i was just watching my tv i was like is this a match like what is this i i don't know what to think of this match i, I didn't hate it but by no stretch of the imagination did i love it either i just had a, a, a realization that i think one of the reasons why i may have not remembered part of it was because at that exact time i remembered not hearing what they were saying because i think mike joined back on our discord group chat and he was talking and so i was my attention was focused on that as opposed to what was being said. So not blaming him, of course, but I think that's why I, there was a bit of the audio issue. I oh, no, I went back and me. watched it. I couldn't hear. I couldn't you hear could, You match. couldn't I'll hear? Okay, then maybe I have a clip for it. Maybe. Okay, maybe it wasn't that. I just had that I'm going to play your clip oh my God, maybe, right maybe now, and focus. you tell me what they're saying. Okay, go for it. Anyways, now we're back. We couldn't understand that because there's no way you could. Uh, we end things off with Drew McIntyre defeating Brock Lesnar in a singles match for the WWE Championship. Uh, less than five-minute match, baby. What do you guys think? I thought it was fine. Drew won. Yay. It's done. Brock was just, like, not stoked to be there. You could tell. I thought it was because there was no crowd. It yeah, had to be. I agree. He looked like he could care less. Finisher fast. Red guy won. That's all I have to say. Oh, setting up for an F5. Can he connect on McIntyre? F5! F5! Cover by Lesnar! And a kick the? out at one! A kick out at one by McIntyre! I just I'm sick of these matches with Brock. Yep. Like that's kind of that's kind of what's been going on. His rumble match made him seem like a real threat again, and you were kind of like, okay, I can see Brock being good again. And then and then you're like, oh, this is why we hate Brock Lesnar as champion. Right. Because even against Ricochet, I thought that that squash worked because Ricochet is Ricochet. I don't know. Anyway, it was fine. Right, guys. Hey, man, you saw how fast Riddy Mo took care of him. Uh, <laughs> and then apparently that wasn't the main event. It continued on, uh, but we didn't see the main event till Raw. <laughs> Drew McIntyre <laughs> defeats the big show. Let's go right into Raw, ladies and gentlemen. We'll, we'll touch on this at the end, but who wants to recap Raw for us? And I'll just shut up and listen because I didn't watch it. <laughs> Man, I wasn't paying Anyone, any takers to recap Raw? Anybody? Anyone at all? No. Okay, I'll no, do it. I just have to pull up the results. 
Yeah, I mean, Raw tonight, I was I was a little little tired, um, um, so it was kind of hard to just be like, oh, I gotta get that on. So okay, here we go. Uh, and we started things yeah. off with Oscar versus Liv Morgan in a pretty long match for the standards of Liv Morgan. It was like seventeen minutes. Uh, hey, Oscar. <laughs> Let me finish. <laughs> Oscar <laughs> won, which is not very surprising. Got the submission hold. But yeah, honestly, this was probably Liv Morgan's best match on the main roster. And I'm not mad about it. She has a, a pretty cool look. And obviously, Spencer is uh, all about this. What do you think, man? Um, well, I, uh, my computer wasn't working when I tried to boot up the, uh, the uh, stream for this. So uh, I didn't actually watch any of it. But uh um anything Liv Morgan I was I was excited for in uh, Elimination Chamber and then she got just battered for no reason um and now I hope that she gets a, a bit of a push here going forward I don't know if they're building towards something um for like the Riot Squad it seems that that's been abandoned I don't know what's going on but I mean this is all kind of abandoned since this whole thing started Ace any thoughts um Great stuff. <laughs> awesome. Really appreciate your insight on that one. Raw Tag Team Championship in a My rematch. internet was cutting out on me. I couldn't hear you <laughs> guys. Oh, sorry. I thought he didn't hear. I, thought, I was going to say, I thought he didn't hear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think we're all in agreement about it. It was a good match. Next up, Raw Tag Team titles in a rematch that didn't need to happen since Garza and Theory lost to the Street Profits last night. Somehow they get a rematch. There's a DQ because Zelina Vega came in. Belair comes out. She fights Vega. That ends in the no finish. It goes to a six-man tag. Eventually, Street Profits and Garza are able to, with uh, Belair, able to pick up the win. Holy Hannah. This took up, like, almost the whole first hour. This is like a 50-minute segment. And goodness, like, it didn't need to be this long. At the end of the day, we all knew that the Street Profits and Belair were probably going to pick up the win. I like Belair. I like the Street matches. <laughs> no, he is currently 0-2 in his main roster. Uh, 0-3. He lost his opening match, too. 0-4. Oh, yes. So they lost <laughs> the first tag match thing, and then they lost again. So he also lost 0-4 to kick things off. Austin Theory, that. Red Hot Star, everybody. He's not going to be on main event in a couple of weeks. He's not even going to be on Raw in a couple of weeks, I don't think. Just, well, just yeah, up here because guess... he's got a rib injury. Future TNA Impact Heavyweight Champion. Austin Theory. Uh, continue. So Lashley was interviewed. Bob Lashley interviewed backstage. Said it might be time for him to begin looking for new management or a new wife. It was supposed to be like Lashley sort of like going on his own. I don't care. I don't know if you guys do. Lashley does nothing for me. No. You want to know something about Lashley, Spencer? Uh, no, Ace, I don't know. I, don't I think know. I know what you're going to say, Ace. Do you want me to say it instead this time? Yes. He wants... <laughs> no. He wants and Brock no, Lesnar. Was it Brock Lesnar? I think it was Brock no, Lesnar. No, it's not. Oh, it was Roman Reigns. Oh, Roman Reigns. Clean as a whistle. <laughs> Boom. It's important to remind the people. I'm sorry, Spencer. Every day. Every um, day that he's to be reminded. So eight times. I gotta know. I need him a lot. A lot of my mic touching. Is that you, Spence? What? All right, Spencer left the podcast. It seems. <laughs> um, no, I'm right here. No, no, no. God damn it! I'm gonna tell him uh, we can't hear him. But this is a podcast, baby. Oh god damn uh, it! Let's just keep going, Mike. <laughs> oh god damn it! I got no a other choice. 
Apollo Crews versus Alistair Black in another long match. Probably Apollo <sighs> Crews' best match on the main roster as well. It looks like they're trying to build him up. And yeah, but Black got the pin with the Black Mass. Yeah, right man won. Apollo Crews shouldn't have even been on that long. Like, I couldn't believe how long that match went for. You're back, everybody. Spencer. I don't know. Back. I don't know when you don't didn't hear me. I have no idea. I was talking for so long. I don't think you were ever off, honestly. I, I think Ty was just like pretending, and I could hear you clearly. Anyway, uh, what are your thoughts on Black and uh, <laughs> Cruz? What? What were your I'm thoughts so confused on? By... No, I know. I know you. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm just okay. so confused by what's happening with this. Um, anyway, I have no thoughts. Okay. All right. On to the next match. Cedric Alexander and Ricochet in a new tag team that uh, will probably stay in the middle of the card versus Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan. Ricochet and Alexander get the W. These two should not be in a tag team. Ricochet is a marketable star. Thoughts? (laughs) Two out of three believe he's a marketable star in this podcast. Ace. One one put him in the. uh, Hey, He's I just don't think he, should, he deserves to be buried so hard. That's all. I don't think he deserves to be buried. He was good. And they were just like, all of a sudden, they were like, never mind. Bye. The, the realest thing about Ricochet is the ceiling. Shelton Benjamin. How did I know that was the next thing out of your mouth? Because it's accurate. It's accurate as heck. It's, it's definitely accurate. Said. It really is. It, it might be. It's probably Truth accurate. Truth hurts, Ricochet. Yeah. He needs to go to uh, AIM. Continue <laughs> there. So we had a pre-taped promo from KO, addressed his win over Seth at Mania, said he endured everything. Everything he endured in his career was worth it to get a Mania moment. He could be proud of. No matter what happens from here on out, his message and mentality will remain the same. So he had this quick promo from him. Pumped to see what they do next with KO. Next up, we have random uh, worker Denzel Desjardins from NXT. Versus Seth Rollins in a squash match win for Rollins. Not much else to say about it. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I was, I was so uh, confused. Next up, Nia Jax. Yeah, why is this happening? I agree. It, it, like, I, I get it, but don't get it. Nia Jax versus Deanna Perazzo up next. This is Nia Jax's return from being nearly a year out of action with an ACL tear in both. I repeat that. Both knees. She Ooh. gets a Samoan drop and a rampage for the quick win. And we'll likely see Nia Jax versus Becky because Nia broke, shoot, broke Becky's nose. And they should fight each other. And I'd like to see Becky win. Even though I don't like her reign, I don't like Nia more than I don't like Becky. Thoughts? And fun fact, Spencer, what is the lyrics to Nia Jax's entrance music? Oh, come on now. <laughs> How am I supposed to know that answer? Oh, because Mike thought it was I'm not a monster when really her intro is I'm not like most girls. I'm not <laughs> a monster. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I literally cared about her. He just thought her entrance music said I'm not a monster. And this was like after she'd been on the roster for like two to three years. <laughs> wow. Okay. Mike right. resisted the irresistible force. He resisted her hard. Um, yeah, I have really no thoughts. I'm sure that they're going to fight and there's going to be stuff that happens, but eh. Nia Jax doesn't really do anything for me. She does. It'd be neither. Yeah. Yeah. 
to our listeners, if we sound a little down and tired, it's because it's been a long weekend of mania, and this was not exactly an exciting show tonight, if I'm being honest with you. There was not a lot of surprises, uh, even though Raw, even though the company talked all night about, you know, anything could happen after mania. Nothing big really happened here tonight. So what was it was, what was the big thing that happened? It was the big show. Are we, are yeah, we here it is. That part? Okay. Surprise title defense by Drewy Mack against the Big Show. He brings out a ref. It looks like Big Show is holding up the ref because his knees are shot. Goes into mm-hmm. a long match that didn't need to be this long. Eventually, McIntyre gets the win. They do not, the company doesn't know how to book a babyface. They had Drew trying to fight from the bottom against this man that's like probably 50 years old at this point and can hardly walk on his own two feet. Wasn't a fan of any of this. I don't know what you guys thought. And and this was apparently from last night's mania. Yeah, right, right after mania, the they're trying to pretend. They're so trying this, to sell that Drew what like fought twice in one night, basically. This this technically main event at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> this this is like the thing that makes the least sense. I didn't realize that it had taken place right afterwards until they started wrestling. I was like, what is happening? Why is the Big Show on my on my screen all of a sudden? I. Uh, I I just shake my head. Yeah, I don't think I can say anything positive about any of that segment, unfortunately. I'm going to give tonight's show a thumbs down. Like, pretty uh, pretty strong thumbs down. Man, tonight was the night of the squash matches. That's really all it was. It's like, we got to yep. make sure some of these guys still look strong. and that's Or these new people are. I hope SmackDown is a little bit better. But they haven't even aired, they haven't even taped it yet, so... It's been, uh, my sources tell me they're filming in a secret location. Well, best of luck to them. Social media shout outs. All right, well, we're just coming back for one last round of social media shout outs. I'm just going to shout out the Twitter accounts. We had a recording error. <laughs> we reacted to your tweets, but we want to shout out at Vic Howard 10. Thank you for listening. Thank you for responding on Twitter. Um, we also want to shout out Heel Chick 75, H E E L C H I C K 75. Uh, we also want to shout out at Shades on Twitter, at Detox and Mrs. Smalls. And there was an Instagram account as well I wanted to shout out that they said they were going to be listening to us. If I could just find that, it was Mad X Melon 83. Thank you so much for listening. We're about to get out of here. We don't know what was recorded and what didn't, but uh, final thoughts on what you guys uh, smoked this evening. Uh, I'm being sober this week. What did you guys have? I had 50 uh, milligrams worth of edibles, and they were good. Very dope. Um, I had a Aurora Blue Dream. Uh, just ripped that out of a bong before that uh, before it started up. Thanks for oh, listening. Appreciate everybody's and high, and high on Wrestling Pod on Instagram and at High on Wrestle for Twitter. Talk to you then.